Good morning, Mr. Shekman. Morning. Um, before we kind of get into this, uh, I have a feeling there's been a bit of a mix-up. Uh, damn right. I, um, I've been delivered a piece of uh, paper. No toast, yeah. Mr. Shekman. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy kind of got here. He handed me toast, um, then probably ran away because I think he knows what's coming his way. Uh, I've got a lot of questions, but probably best to maybe start handling with what your paper says. Okay. Uh, yes, this writing is shocking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship. Okay, all oh, right. Okay, so we're going Star Trek. That explains some part of this. Um, <laughs> I mean, is it even safe to eat? <laughs> uh, looks like he anticipated that question. Yeah, of course he did. I always ask this question anytime he hands me something. Did his omnipotence actually answer the question, though? Can I eat this? Um, it says uh, that even in space. No one can hear you scream. Okay, well, that that's not Star Trek anymore, you muppet! That alien! Um, does, did he name this thing? Yeah, uh, there's... Uh, i got to turn this... Okay, i got to turn it upside down to read this bit. <laughs> uh. It's the... Do or do not, there is no rye special. <laughs> That's Star Wars! And it doesn't explain why my toast is green and is blinking at me! Uh, not yet, I'm not, I'm not, not even going to ask any more questions. Let's get on with the toasting design, Shaka Shekman. Spreading on butter with a lightsaber is something that is on my bucket list. <laughs> it would melt and make toast all at the same time. Plus slice the person on the opposite side of the table in half. <laughs> all in one. It's a fantastic concept too. It's the only concept too. You, in fact, you completely Sorry, I've got to correct it. We're now up to what? This would be concept 12. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> we, Mind we you, Star Wars is almost at episode 12, isn't it? So. <laughs> what, what have you learned recently? Okay, right. So, um, no world records this week and no weird oh. patents. I've been reading a book. Well, I always read books. I, I'm one of those that reads multiple books at a time, sort of alternating oh. chapters as part of my sort of OCD. And this particular one is, um, it's effectively the first the first um, MR5 operative to have written a book about, let's say, modern the modern war on um, on civilian terrorists that basically live live amongst sure. us obviously it's in, in the UK and his name's Tom oh. Marcus the book's called Soldier Spy it is flipping incredible so it covers things like the London bombing and and pretty recent stuff um, you know there's been pretty hectic stuff involving let's yeah. say people being poisoned in parks in the UK for all kinds of well we don't know the real reasons because they won't be published yes. but yes. in his book he uh, he was a street kid um, you know a self-confessed no hoper who um got given a shot in the army um excelled and then ended up going into intelligence and then he became a street operative so effectively this guy would follow people that are observant and have an entire team checking that they're not being followed um and he'd do that sort of stuff on foot he would literally blend in change clothes all the time experts in body language etc and i thought we could talk about some of the training stuff which they did and we're going to focus on vehicles because in it he basically says um, if you if you um, 
drive recklessly, but you learn yeah. how to drive according to how MI5 drives, which is the cop, the, the police advanced driving plus on steroids. Mm. So you can yeah. drive at 90 miles an hour through suburbs perfectly safely. Um, you know the vehicle inside out. Um, mm. you, you and, and you can dodge through bus lanes. You, you know exactly how to go through red lights, all of that sort of really specialized yeah. stuff. Um, how do you learn to do it? Another thing is, it, it's just down to how normal people view the fact that there's a hooligan on the loose. And the thing is, the last mm. thing you would suspect is that's how police are trained to drive. Therefore, you wouldn't even notice it. You'd just be like, geez, did you see that car go through a red light? You'd literally think it's somebody disobeying the rules. You'd have no idea that that's MR5 in hot pursuit, pursuit type thing. Um, and it would sure. be done perfectly safely. But I'm gonna let's maybe talk about some of the, the ways that you can train yourself by doing something strange. And the example cool, that they, yeah. they give, and I'll just we'll just run on one, and then we'll come up with mm. with a bunch of alternative ideas that could be applied mm. to being a student or working or whatever yeah, the case yeah, is. Yeah. The way that you learn to drive in the sort of advanced thing is not by wrapping your thumbs around the steering wheel. You have open thumbs because you, you you're gonna need to. I mean, you're driving at 90 Wait, miles yeah. an hour in between station. Yeah. I mean, cars driving at the speed limit are stationary when you're going that fast. Yes. Um, yeah which is part of the game. You just have to be very, very little stressed. What they do is you drive with open thumbs and what the instructor does is he puts a drawing pin on top of the gear knob because when you change gear, your hand must not dwell on the gear knob for more than what you need to do on the gear knob. And if you do, the instructor slams your hand down and the drawing pin goes into your palm. So you learn, (laughs) you learn while, and, and apparently the guy says, you literally are so focused on driving that you don't hear the pain, but you know that it's happened, and you you instantly your 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 body reacts without you knowing that it's reacted. So you stop doing it very rapidly. Um, but while these guys are learning how to drive at the speed, they are noting every single road sign. They know north, south, east, west exactly where they were. They are effectively counting down and calling out all of this information all at the same time. So if they if, if if the car blows a tire and they stop, they can report back exactly the last fifteen minutes of driving like a flippin' hooligan in hot pursuit all the way back. And you know, you read this stuff and you think I, that's like I, that's like another level. Yeah. Now here's the thing, this is a street kid, didn't even finish school. He's learned how to do all this stuff. I mean th- this yeah. is like what test pilots do. So yeah. it's a learnable skill something which well, very mean, few people on earth would be able to do really no um but i mean I, in terms of analogy i'm just thinking of it, it, it it's the you doing your coursework that the semester is flying by you're going at at a, a sufficient speed and keeping up with everything that's going on and being aware of what's just happened and not just did i submit that declaration sheet what what have i done what what did i actually do last night did i actually finish this document it's i mean not not nearly of the same kind of danger level um but there okay so yeah and and i think what it is is it's it's literally just awareness yeah um it, it's knowing what's what's coming not not that i mean if you're driving at 90 miles an hour you can see what's coming but you don't know what's mm. around the next bend so there's no. there's that thing of you can't plan for everything you just have no. to be you just have to learn how to plan things swiftly, quickly, and in, in, in the context of time, once you look back at the route that you took, you need to say that, well, that was that was a good route. It was the best thing I could have done. Um, mm. It's never going to be perfect. You could always, you know, 
if you had a, a drone upstairs, you could say, oh, I should have taken the parallel road. There was one less speed hump. Therefore, the suspension will be a bit less bent. Um, okay, great. But the point is, if you if you achieved what you needed to achieve, it doesn't really matter. You, you kind of learn from it as you go. As a student, how do you think that awareness thing factors? I mean, yes, you're right. And, and we've had lots, lots of students recently where it's a case of, the level of awareness of what's happening in this course versus that course or have or haven't you done this did you know about this are you aware that it says this in the rules we're seeing yeah. that a lot yeah i would i'd hark back actually to to the mr5 guys and so what i'd expect as part of what starts to come in in terms of training is the a looking back it is the sort of right i've done this exercise okay cool i, I messed up here i did this well here and this was an issue here and it's right what what sign was there was there any sign that that car was going to come out that corner was there any sign that this there were going to be speed bumps on this road right there was a school in the area right the, the school's likely to be surrounded by speed bumps in order for you know that you slow down traffic right so avoid a school area yeah and it's something that can then start moving in, in terms of academia what what stuff are there of indications that you have something coming up and you can prep those yourself to a degree you you know at the beginning of the year right i've got assignments coming up right well a month before that assignment is due i'm going to put a little warning that pops up of, of you know check your calendar um you know you don't want to wear it's a stress inducing thing necessarily um but just that that small little indication that's supposed to click something in your brain and the idea is that you it's not a thought reaction yeah. And that's the thing, because you don't, when, when you're driving at those sort of speeds and in those sort of situations, it's not something that can be a, a thought reaction. If you look at, it's the same thing with soldiers with, uh, you know, learning how to take apart your gun or, you know, working in the dark. It's done until basically it's second nature. You can do it completely blindfolded because it's just, it's not, there's no thought to it. It's just, it's done. Um, and it's something that not that you can do your assignment blindfolded or, or not thinking, but it's the a submit an assignment or let's say the test with the with the procedures we now run in tests where you've got a very limited time frames. You, you prepare and you learn for this sort of thing where it's a case of you're going to fly through those five minutes for submission, but it's not a stress-inducing thing because it's automatic now. I practice to the point of I'm, my hand is basically flying across my screen, clicking, click, click, click. I don't even know where I'm clicking because I know automatically where to be clicking. I'm not dwelling on the, uh, do I go submit? How do I upload? It's, I know all that stuff. It's all there and waiting for me in my brain. Two, two good points that you've raised, and I'll just add, mm. add a little bit extra into them. Um, mm. The one thing about how they learn how to drive here is they're on, they're, there's no simulation. Yeah, they get into a car with it, and the instructor doesn't show them how to do it. You, mm. you, the instructor gives you the basics. I'm going to smash your hand with this drawing pin if you if <laughs> yeah. you have your hand. You're going to need both both um, both hands to do this. And effectively, you don't you don't know how to be a racing driver. You go from having a yeah. normal driver's license, or in his case, like you know, driving Nothing. jeeps and stuff in the <laughs> yeah. army. Which, yeah. Let's be let's be honest, they're not exactly racing cars. <laughs> no. They're not Dakar winners, you know, army jeeps. I mean, in the in the British mm. Army, there would have been flipping Land Rovers, old school ones. Um, so you you learn by doing, which is exactly what students do. They start the year and they learn by doing, the, and, yeah. and and that's where there is some similarity. The second thing is, 
when you're looking at the list of things that you need to do, effectively you're looking at the road ahead and you're saying, Dan, there's a yeah. school on the right, there's a traffic mm-hmm. light, there's a traffic circle, there's some speed humps. Those are all, what I would say, are obstacles. They hinder yeah. you from doing what you're currently doing. They are going to slow you down. So you need mm. to plan in advance for them. Yeah. As a student, those would be the things which are going to slow you down um, or, or, or or something like that. And and I would say that that is why, and we've said it a lot, you know, and that's why we're doing the kind of group, the group exercise. We're trying to mm. work effectively as a group as opposed to just almost procrastinating and slowing slowing down. Mm. We're trying to use the group thing the way it should be, which is to bounce ideas off so you, you build rapidly by, by sort of playing ping pong while climbing ladders. You just take the ball up more rapidly than you could do all by yourself. Um, as a student, what, what do you think are the sort of right sort of skills to, to, to plan for this thing um, so that that obstacle is there, but you've, you've reduced the damage? Or the influence it, it depends at which point in the year this is sort of coming up as an exercise being undertaken earlier in the year what you've got you know the thing is, is giving yourself time you know using your time in such a way that when there is nothing going on preparing for it but i think the other one is looking back at what what happened in your previous year of study what went well what assignment did you do well why did you do well in that assignment was it because you uh, you you happened to start early was it because you liked the, the subject why did you like the subject so on and so forth it, it's a sort of an introspective look i think it is one of the big key aspects to it do you think it's important while while as a student to sort of look back and say okay well that that project we got done but geez it was a rush why was it a rush do you mm. think it's important oh, to yeah. do that or is it the case of like oh i'm so glad we got that thing done on to the next one chaps no, very much. I mean, personally, it, it's not something I always did, but it was a case of, I mean, to a certain degree, I, I'd work in similar groups uh, year on year. Yeah. Um, and what would be a case of, right, well, I know I'm not giving that kind of work to that person. Or if I do, I'm, I'm going to give that person extra time and I'll maybe build in a bit of a backup uh, with it and anticipate what is to potentially come knowing with it, you know, right, the, the student all right, I know this is my friend, this friend, my friend sometimes suffers from anxiety. Okay, cool. So I know I'm not going to email the person the day before this assignment is due because I know I'm not getting anything. Um, so if I've got questions, I need to anticipate that and get that out in advance. Okay, so there is definitely a skill to um, knowing a bit more about your group than the fact that they're just another second year in your class. You, you need to know a little yes. bit ab- about them. Yeah. So mm. what I would almost propose there is that if, if an assignment is a group assignment and you see that as an obstacle that's going to slow you down in terms of your other courses and you, you are going to have to spend some afternoons there and you might likely fall behind in other things, that that's mm. what the definition of an obstacle is. You yes. almost need to understand the obstacles that are affecting everyone else in the group. So you can identify which person, because of their obstacles, is actually going to be the let's say the slow coach or or be distracted mm. or, or have some form of slowing down factor for for the group yeah uh, the other one is is you're also the, the obstacle you yourself you are doing things wrong there are things you do not understand there are things that you are not coping with or that you did wrong um I think the students in some ways are actually pretty good at highlighting what this person did this wrong and this person did this wrong and this lecture didn't tell me this and this wasn't made clear. 
I think one of the more important ones is to kind of identify, right, I don't do well under stress. I know everyone keeps saying that, yeah, you can just put this assignment off until the last minute and they all seem to be handling it well. But holy hell, anytime I do that, I fall apart completely. Yeah. All right. I, you know, fine. I'm not going to boast. You know, I'm not going to go tell everyone because they're going to say, oh, why, why are you doing this? You know, it's silly. Just leave it to the last minute. No, I know I need the extra time. Um, it, it's this person doesn't have to study for any exam and gets 100%. Doesn't mean that applies to you. You need to understand who what your capabilities are. And as you get further and further in your studies, that understanding should grow. And it's certainly, it's one of the things I, I see that what I saw having left when I graduated and I've seen a lot of our, our really good graduates is an understanding of what your capabilities are. Hell, yeah. our head of school, I mean, it's one of the things he said is that when he left, he said he knows in a situation of stress and really high, like tight deadlines, he knows he's calm. Yeah. And it's not necessarily, it's not a boast. It's a, I know my capabilities. So I know that if I'm suddenly that, if I'm worried about other stuff that's going on around me, I can kind of calm down a bit on that 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 stress level because or worrying about them too much because I know when it actually does come up, I'll be okay. I, I can handle that. However, if you're not, if you know that under stress, actually, I, I, I kind of tend to fall apart personally, and I do myself. Um, what I like to do is I like to have little just contingencies just planned. They're just they're almost like a, a generic idea. This is how I'm going to approach this. Okay, cool. I'm going to take a stop here. I'm going to do this. Or I'm not going to look at an email at night or whatever the case is. And I'll just, I'll just go and apply that. And, and that then helps me cope with that situation. It's the same when you're driving at 90 miles an hour. Right, this person comes here. I've, I've, my contingencies are I've happened to have been checking my mirrors the whole time. So actually, I know that my left side is clear. My automatic reaction is turning left. I don't have to worry about it. I'm turning left. Yeah. Um, and it's that sort of thing. Now, what I'd say is, yeah, here we're talking about uh, university life effectively or coping in, in general. But this is also something that actually applies to design as well. Yeah, I was going to say so, yeah. Yeah, learning to anticipate the issues. And, and personally, so if you listen to the previous episode, in the previous episode, we're, we're you know, going through our, our own design project here. We were looking at the periods of high stress and high... Uh, work environment and one of the there's a bell that's been rung for me and it's something I'm now very hyper aware of um, and, and that's that the user there is still a huge scope on user exactly, we know yeah. age we know time and, it, and that to me is a I need to handle that now so it, it's part for me the training I've undergone is that I'm, I'm looking out for warning signs in my design that's going on so there's stuff you know, you'll see a student who's like, oh, I'm really worried about this analysis of my, my tail structure. You don't even know you have a tail. It might yeah. be a flying body. It might be ground-based entirely. Why do you have a tail? You're not, you're not worrying about that. But what you should be worried about right now is that you are flying in a low-gravity environment or there's no atmosphere. How, how are you achieving lift? You know, the, there are stuff that you need to be learning to, to look out for. Um, it's why we do projects the whole time. It's why we do multiple design projects and there's exercises in the afternoon. They might not be for marks, but they're there to help you learn to identify it. Um, getting this aspect ratio wrong or oh, I never actually thought to look at gears in that way or I never thought of a, a belt or a combination of a belt and gears and so on and so forth. Right, that, that's your, your warning. You know, right, what, what, what should I have seen coming? What, what was that warning? Was there a warning for me? Or what is there a way that I can create a warning for myself? Um, 
So, so yeah, yeah. I mean, what, effectively, what you're saying is, is I agree with completely that that while you're busy working on a project, so let's say you've identified mm-hmm. the obstacles that this project is going to take a reasonable amount of time. It's three weeks from exams. You need to get mm-hmm. it done. You've got a group. This particular group, th- that guy's got a home situation. This guy's got internet problems. This guy's girlfriend issues, etc. You yeah. understand the obstacles which which are going to affect the group. And then mm-hmm. what you've you've got to do is while you're busy working, you have to you know, if something becomes difficult, it might be because you are on an obstacle that you didn't recognize. Mm. Yeah. And it's a case of, well, does it really, does it really matter? Have we, have we included something we shouldn't have, you know, mm. and, and, and a classic thing is the, um, you know, uh, uh, analysis or paralysis by analysis. It's like, so <laughs> how does blade element theory work? It's like for that speed, <laughs> you can't use a propeller, but try again. <laughs> yeah, things are going supersonic and, and they're not happening. Understanding blade element theory, that's a separate problem, but for what you're designing, you don't need it. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Hey, it's the same thing. I, I, I really need to do if, you know, it's something we see in fourth year oh, projects. Classic, it's this idea. Yes. I have to do FEA. Am I going to do FEA on the, the chassis? Am I going to do FEA on my suspension? Um, am I going to do FEA on my tire? Oh, holy hell, that'd be a, a tough one. But, well, why are you worrying about that? What has, and it, sometimes it's actually, you might find that a worry you have is a subconscious warning bell that you've created for yourself. And so you actually need to maybe stop for yourself and actually ask yourself, what, what, what am I worried about here? Is it a capability factor? I'm really worried about CFD or FEA because I didn't do particularly well in that course. I didn't really understand it. My friend did it for me, whatever the case is. Um, all right. Okay, so I've identified what what's triggering that warning bell. It's not that I don't want to design a suspension system. It's I don't know how to design a suspension system. It's not now run away from it. That, that seems a, a common re- response. You you can't, right, um, actually, I'm not going to chase the operator. I'm not going to chase the guy I'm chasing here. I'm just going to stop the car. I, I don't like what's coming up ahead. Like, no, you've got to keep going. Yeah. Um, it's But what I'm going to do here is I'm going to preempt that by preparing for it. So while I'm driving, I'm going to make sure my gun's loaded. You know, it's because I know I, at some point I'm going to have to jump out and I'm going to have to get into a gunfight, right? So I'm going to make sure everything's, I know where the position of my gun is. So it's case, as I stop, I'm out immediately. That's right. Take the safety off the pin from the grenade so you can pull the pin out without faffing around it. Um, you know, all, all of that sort of stuff, you know, pre, pre-unlock the door so that when you exactly. stop and you need to get wind down the window in case you crash and the door yeah. jams, you can still get out. It's that, you know, preparation um, beforehand and I think that that is the key to dealing with some because some obstacles you just can't deal with they will be no. there they are coming yeah. it's like end of the year marks will come in and they'll come <laughs> in not in a nice batch they'll no. come in at the last minute and then it's a mm. lot of crunch time and it's a case of I just plan for that just make sure that yeah. everything else is calm make sure that you're in a very happy place board short slops happy mood feet on my beach sand uh, mock up thing which we designed uh, several weeks ago feel like you're on an island just process them come in procedurally and 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 create a plan for that as opposed to like oh my goodness bang ping from an email there's another one oh there's another one there's another one shit i'm still processing this can't cope you just have to know that that's coming and i always think that the best way to do it is to try and simulate in your head while you're not working on the project while you're making lunch or taking you know scruffy for a walk or whatever the case is literally run through some of the worst case scenarios and work out 
what will I do if this happens? Uh. Knowing full well it probably will never get that bad, but you're thinking about it. So you're planning for the worst. Look, some people will say that they work better under stress and they don't like planning for that because that stresses them out. Um, I think you need to really properly look at, and this is where it's the retrospective. You maybe didn't do it at the end of second year. You didn't do it at the end of first year. Um, but really kind of look back. is okay, you, you had a high stress situation there. Did you do well? And 50% is not doing well, by the way. You passed, sure, congratulations. But that's not doing well. 90% up that's that's doing well that's I really unnailed that yeah um, and did I do well yeah I did okay cool I think you can maybe to a degree say that you can handle stress but if no well I, I got 49% uh, and then I passed this up no you didn't handle stress well then you got through by the, the oh, what's the cut of your teeth what, what skin of your teeth that's the one thank you um, I, I, you got through by that that's narrow margin there and all that's going to do is they're going to increase your stress and then when you know you you now think you've prepped you've prepped for those marks coming in you've got yourself in your nice position you've poured the beach sand around you it's it's all it's all good and that's when your computer hard drive crashes and your your computer dies yep. um what now well oh, shit uh yeah, what, what if at that stage Scruffy decides to be sick and need to go to the vet? You know, it's a yeah. case of there are some things you can't, you can't, you know, you can literally sit there and, and uh, you know, uh, literally yeah. I'd be an eel. It's like, oh, today is going to be bad. This guy might fall on my head, you know. Um, you know, I mean, it's a bit like, you know, over, over the weekend there was that, uh, you know, the pandemonium about that, um, that Chinese uh, rocket stage that was going to re-enter the earth. Yeah, you know, with all the uncertainty of it, and it's a case of a lot of people went nuts, <laughs> and it's a case of okay, well, all you do is you, you know, you, I actually watched the thing live. I mean, they had this tracker thing, and it's a case of uh. it did come over South Africa one night. You know, I went out yeah. to try and have a look at it, but you know, I I, I couldn't see it; it was too far away. Yeah. But um, you know, the point is from that 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 orbit, there was no way it was going to hit, you know, here, and also the likelihood of it, you know, landing on me not really worth worrying about i mean if it did what a fantastic way to go but otherwise yeah. you know it's not worth worrying about yeah no I, yeah i think that's 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 pretty much it there's, there's you know i mean it's another one i keep seeing come up lately um it is the whole idea i mean when i was growing up it's almost like a, a laugh lesson i kept getting nailed down if you and quicksand don't struggle yes. now i you grow up thinking, wow, quicksand is, is everywhere. It's literally, it's going to happen once a day that you're going to encounter as an adult quicksand. You need to know what to handle. Uh, and the other one is getting on fire. Drop, you know, stop, drop and roll. Um, it's nailed into your head like, I'm on fire any second now. I'm going to go on fire. As part of, yeah, certainly I'd say, you know, let's it's assume the vast majority of our audience is engineers, engineering students, persons of a good logical sense. Look at what the, the likelihood of a situation occurring is. I mean, are you in a situation, you know, have you poured gasoline around you and you're a smoker? Yeah, okay, yeah, you're likely to need to know stop, drop, and roll as well as some other serious life lessons. But if unless you're in that, you know, weird situation like that, then don't worry about it. You're worried about, you know, what happens if the lecturer now suddenly changes the assignment on the last day. When did that last happen? Yeah. Okay, I mean, it could happen, but also bear in mind another factor to maybe take a bit of solace in is you're not the only one. Yeah. So 
if they okay there's a difference between you didn't read the announcement that got sent out two months ago changing it that, that's something else entirely <laughs> um but you know a class of 100 and the electric chinese changes it the day before you're not alone uh, yeah so you know it's it's just chill for a bit it's like you, you know it's, this is not ending you this is ending everyone and someone is probably going to say something about that and you can be the one to say something if that makes you feel better yeah um, and I think what, 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 what we'll do is let's um let's keep an eye out for the obstacles while we do our, our group project let's see if we can yeah. see the, the, the issues um, coming I think it's still early days but uh, I, mm. I guess next the next time we discuss it we'll have some things where it's a case of that could become really um in fact we did yeah. have have one in the previous one where it's a case of you know if we do that split oof, the designs will become really really big that's going to yeah, slow yeah. us down let's not do that let's let's shift the, the 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 spread of the solution at 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 the next problem along yeah no, exactly and it, it's i, I think it's the other part when it comes down to design design needs time and it's a case of, right, I, I, you know, I think I need to make this change at this point here. Yeah. A, we're anticipating we're making it now so that we're not at the end of the project now thinking, oh, maybe fire station wasn't a good idea, yeah. uh, but the deadline's due tomorrow, so I guess we're having to do it. No, we, we, we've seen a potential issue that might have, and, you know, we've thought it through. Um, 17,000 lithium polymer batteries in a fire station. Yes, I can, <laughs> I can see. <laughs> So we went lead acid, and now we've got 18 tons of lead acid batteries. So now we just got a chemical uh. weapon. <laughs> Damn it! I really don't. I'm not thinking this out enough. Okay, well, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully another warning bell will go off or a fire siren or something of the sort. <sighs> okay, but if you've got any questions on this or any ways, maybe even any ways that you deal with stress, um, or the, or not stress, but how you prepare, or warning bells that you particularly have, oh, do, do let us know. It'd be a nice one to come back to this topic and, yeah. and sort of discuss different ways. Because I mean, there's certain ways I do it, there's ways that you do it, both, that, and they, they work for us, and it's we've adapted it to work with our own work style. So if you've yeah. got anything cool, let us know, toastingdesign at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, thanks very much for listening, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Cheers.